Greetings, everyone. It's Todd Thatcher from ToddMThatcher.com, bringing you, as I do every Monday evening, our uh, box office predictions for the weekend coming up. And we're finally going to get quite a heavy hitter this weekend with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania opening up. This is, of course, the third film in Paul Rudd's MCU franchise, and, and it's the 31st picture in the Marvel Cinematic Universe overall. It is poised for certainly the biggest opening we've seen since Avatar, and it's probably going to make more money this weekend than the rest of the top 10 combined. I don't I don't even think it's a question actually. It is going to make more money this weekend than the rest of the top 10 combined. The question is how much which we'll get to shortly. Then we also have a very unique horror film opening on Wednesday that we're going to talk about a little bit that could be a wild card this weekend. But before we get to the predictions, as we do, we're going to talk about what happened this past weekend at the box office. And, and the quick headline is not much. This is a weekend where, you know, you usually don't see a whole lot of fireworks. Um, you had the Super Bowl yesterday, which eats into box office grosses on Sunday, and it did this weekend. But there really wasn't a, a whole lot out there, and, and you saw a weekend where no movie grossed past 10 million dollars which is which is not good so quiet weekend before ant-man comes in and hopes to rescue the box office and then really there's there's a bunch of big movies coming out in in march so we had magic mike's last dance open at number one and I was wrong about that, though it still came in with less than what I projected, which is a theme with this weekend's top six. Every movie, in fact, <laughs> in the top six came in lower. Some of it just barely lower. Some of it a little bit more than barely. But Magic Mike's Last Dance, and I think this is the proper term, managed to be number one this weekend with $8.3 million. That's less than my $10.7 million projection. Now, part of that is the fault of its distributor, Warner Brothers, this sub $10 million opening. They only opened it on 1,500 screens. For comparison's sake, 
the second film in the franchise, Magic Mike XXL, back in 2015, opened on well over uh, 3,000 screens. So, interestingly, Last Dance actually had a better per theater average, about $5,500, than its predecessor, XXL. Its per screen average was about $3,300. But because it was on so many less screens, there was only so much money it could make. And, you know, $8.3 million is certainly on the low end of what its expected range was, even with that low number of screens. Now, I think Warner Brothers, they didn't seem to have much confidence in this. Um, My guess is they're ready to put this out on HBO Max ASAP, and it'll probably be available for home viewing probably in a couple weeks would be my guess. So I had predicted James Cameron would have one of his movies at number one. Instead, I thought Titanic, the the 25th anniversary re-release, might manage to hit number one. And I did not get that one right. In fact, not only did it not hit number one, there was a different James Cameron movie that was number two. And of course, that was Avatar, The Way of Water, which rose from number three to number two with $7.2 million. Uh, That's in line with my prediction, which was $7.5 million, to bring its total to $647 million domestically. So that left Titanic at number three. And I thought it had a much better chance to kind of hit that nostalgic sweet spot with a female audience. But it really didn't. It it made $6.7 million. That is well under my $11.6 million estimate. Now, you know, when you factor in a quarter century of grosses, it is now at 666, scary, right? 666 million dollars stateside. So even though it didn't do what I thought it would do, it's just more money. And for Titanic and more money for James Cameron. And as I mentioned last week, Cameron has three of the four now top worldwide earners in box office history. Number four was 80 for Brady. And and this one maybe surprised me a little bit more than any other one because it had a 54% drop in its second weekend. 
and it had an A minus cinema score, which is certainly very, you know, it's good. And I thought it would have a much better hold than it did. Again, it did 5.8. I I thought it would do 8.1. I think part of the problem was there, you know, even though nothing was really doing particularly well this weekend, you had Magic Mike and you had Titanic that were opening and also clearly going for a female audience. And, and perhaps that's what caused 80 for Brady to really have a, a I did not think it was going to drop over 50%, but it did. And of course, uh, I'm sure it didn't do well on Sunday because you had your football fans gearing up to watch uh, the Chiefs uh, defeat the Eagles and, and Rihanna perform the halftime show. And congratulations to Rihanna, by the way. Number five was Puss in Boots. It made 5.5 million. I said it would make 5.6, so right on target there. And it's uh, now up to $158 million. Should have mentioned, by the way, that uh, 80 for Brady in two weeks is gross $24 million. And then finally, as far as recap goes, you saw, and this is a pretty rare occurrence, you saw the previous weekend's number one film, Knock at the Cabin, drop from first to sixth. It made $5.4 million. I gave it a little more credit. I thought it would make 5.9. But, boy, 62% drop. Horror films often, or horror suspense films, often have large drops, but that's, a, that's not good. It had a C cinema score grade and just shows that audiences that have seen Shyamalan's latest are not telling their friends and coworkers to go see this one. Now, it, it has a reported $20 million budget and it's already made $23 million in its first 10 days of release. So, you know, it, it'll probably end up turning a, perhaps turning a small profit, but, but, um, pretty disappointing, pretty disappointing. Now we move to this weekend and it's all about Ant-Man, of course. Again, the third film in this franchise that began in uh, 2015. And when the first Ant-Man opened in the summer of 2015, it grossed $57 million in its opening weekend. If that sounds small for a Marvel movie, it's because it is. In fact, of the 30 MCU titles that have been released. It that's the second lowest MCU opening. Only The Incredible Hulk from 2008 had a lower opening. Incredible Hulk made 55 million, Ant-Man 57 million. By the time Ant-Man and the Wasp came out 
in the summer of 2018, it built upon the sequel and made $75 million in its opening weekend. We see this a lot with the MCU, with with the Thor franchise, Captain America, Doctor Strange recently, Guardians of the Galaxy. You see the sequels progressively do better in their opening weekends and usually with their overall grosses. That happens more often than not in the MCU. Black Panther Wakanda Forever was a uh, rare, somewhat rare exception where the sequel made a little bit less than its predecessor. I definitely expect Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania to build upon its two predecessors. And in fact, well, I'll just get this out of the way. All the grosses I'm giving for this weekend are for the four-day box office since it's President's Day. So th- these are Friday to Monday estimates. Some people have this going as high as, as $125 million. I, I certainly think that's possible, but boy, these last couple weeks, everything's coming in a little bit lower. And I, I don't think Ant-Man is quite as, you know, I don't know if beloved is the right word, but I, I don't know if it's going to be grossing $50 million more than its predecessor. So could it make 125 Sure. I've got it at 109.1. Again, for the four-day, which is perfectly fine for Ant-Man, and it'll, you know, it'll do well overseas. Some people might consider that a little bit of a disappointment. I think 109.1 is, is just fine for Ant-Man. And then, you know, the rest of the box office is probably going to be a bunch of holdovers in the top five, though there could be a spoiler, which I'm going to get to in a minute. So I'm going to go through the rest of this um, quickly. I've got Avatar staying at number two with $5.9 million. I've got Puss in Boots actually going from number five to number three and making $4.5 million. I've got 80 for Brady staying at number four with $4 million. And then I have Magic Mike dropping from number one to number five. I think it's going to have a pretty hefty drop. I've got it making $3.8 million. Now, that spoiler, potential spoiler, could be Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. This is a slasher film that, just like it sounds, you have an evil Winnie the Pooh killing a bunch of people. And the reason this movie exists is because the rights to the book Winnie the Pooh, which I believe was written in 1926, if I'm not mistaken, 
have now become public domain. In other words, Disney does not completely own the rights to the character. So this is actually a horror movie, a British slasher film that was made reportedly for less than $100,000. And when the trailer came out, it got a lot of attention, a lot of attention. And it was released in Mexico right at the end of January where it's already made um, over half a million dollars. It's slated to come out on around 1,500 screens on Wednesday. And I've got it making $3.5 million from Friday to Monday. So, you know, I had Magic Mike making $3.8 million at number five. I have Titanic making $3.6 million to be number six. And then I've got Winnie the Pooh right after it at $3.5 million. I have to say, I would not be surprised if this makes more than that. On the other hand, I would not be shocked if it makes a million or $2 million. It's hard to tell. I could see horror, film, horror fans turning out for this one with just the curiosity of seeing a crazed Pooh Bear. Who knows? But for right now, I have it outside of the top five. But, but it could get in there. But again, the, the bottom line is Ant-Man is going to rule this weekend. Probably next weekend, too. It, it'll certainly be number one for at least two weeks. But when I come back next week, we'll be talking about uh, how Ant-Man did compared to my projection. And we'll talk about Cocaine Bear, which is going to be opening. But it's all about Ant-Man this weekend, folks. So there you go. That's what I think is going to happen this weekend. That's what happened this past weekend at the box office. Keep an eye on the podcast and on my blog for all kinds of Oscar speculation and more box office predictions. You can find all that at toddmthatcher.com. We'll catch you next time, folks. Bye-bye.